This is a Maverick Podcast Network production. I don't wanna I don't wanna say Welcome back, everybody, to the Backyard Pitmasters podcast. My name is Charlie Maverick. I'm here with my co-host, Terrence P. Elmore. And welcome back to the pod, the guy that all the way at the other end. It is Jeffrey Boyd from Outdoors with Jeff. Welcome back, brother. Welcome back. How's it going, everybody guys? Race the everybody race the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, they have you here. Look at that. Oh, sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up. Sit up, sit up, sit up. Sit up. Come on, come on, come on. Y'all good? You good? Oh, y'all, y'all want some more? Wait. Oh, no, no. Y'all, y'all happy Jeff here? All right. Okay. So I'm they must have listened. Make him a plate with all that, man. <laughs> man, I guess they listened to the last podcast that you were on with us. <laughs> <laughs> How are y'all doing today? Man, Pretty doing all right. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. We're happy to have you back on the pod, man. It's uh, yes. been a couple of months, right? Yeah, yeah, been a couple of months. Man, uh, I think the last time we talked, we were talking to kind of like prepping for a Super Bowl or whatnot. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. Um, but that was a while ago. So a lot has happened since then. For people that are not familiar with you first, Let's introduce you to the new people to the podcast. So welcome, new people. Thank you for listening in, watching, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Jeffrey, tell the people um, a little bit about yourself and what you do on social media. Well, I cover all things barbecue on my YouTube channel. I like to cook. I like to focus on different flavor profiles, not just the usual red sauce that you see. And, you know, just getting some different things out there in front of folks. I, you know, I'm a backyard pit master and, you know, just enjoy getting out on the grill. It's one of those things that's really almost like therapy for me, you know, get outside and relax and, you know, just, just kick back for a few hours. And that's what I enjoy about barbecue. Um, got started in it probably heavily back in 2011 mm-hmm. and just kind of been en- engrossed in it since then. And, you know, the YouTube thing was really a pandemic project that started yeah. and, you know, here we are a couple of years later, uh, but I really enjoy it and I like the teaching format, so. Yeah, man. Y'all got to check out Outdoors of Jeff. So on YouTube, yes. you're on IG, you're on all the social media platforms, right? Uh, Yeah. Need to get a little more involved with TikTok, but on IG, Facebook, Twitter, they have these huge teams. It's really anybody's game. You know, it's it's more so a thing of getting those flavors in there. And one of the things that I heard one of the judges say to the other guy, to another judge um, who was new, was that, and I, I believe he was talking about, I can't remember if it was ribs or pulled pork. What he was saying was that, you know, 95% of these things taste the same. And, <laughs> yeah. the, ju- and the judge uh, the judge <laughs> said to me, it's like, yeah, but, but you have to understand, you know, all these folks are coming with their A game. So they're going to sit up here on, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll they'll inject each individual rib or they'll put, you know, you know, put the different injections inside the pork shoulder and things of that nature. Right. But 
you're looking for those extra flavors that will set it off the top because you're just getting that one bite and then that's it. You know, and yeah, that's, that's and true. that's where you're making that's where you're making your decision off of. So it, it was fun, man. It was enjoyable. It was good to see those folks out there. Um, one of the things that's really a uh, one of the things that's a misconception is that everybody thinks that you know you, you pay to get in there and you're going to eat all these folks' food. No, you're not. Those <laughs> folks are those folks are competing for money. <laughs> right. They do have a course. they do have like a people's <laughs> choice thing where it's a few it's a few teams that get together and you pay like twenty dollars. Or whatever, and you can you can sample that. But they even that they kind of cater that cook towards more of just a backyard barbecue type cook, wow. rather than a competition taste. Wow, man! So like, what was the what was the landscape out there like in terms of like the cookers that they were using? So you said uh, Blue Smoke Blair um, come, did pretty well with Pit Boss. So. What was the mm-hmm. wider? Was there a wide range of the the levels of equipment, or was it kind of like even a little bit? Oh, it was a wide range. You had folks that literally had. I I tell you one thing. They have the uh, what they call the patio, the the patio, uh, the patio cooker portion or whatever it is. Basically, it's the backyard type guy. He won right. on the Char Grill nine eighty, first Ooh. place in ribs. That's your grill. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But you have folks like literally that, you know, go from, you know, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Big Booty Trudy that that's Mo Kason's huge offset that he has. That's I mean, this thing is huge. Wow. And I mean he, that that thing is a I mean on a huge trailer. Yeah. And you know, you go from that all the way down to like the stuff I was telling you about with with uh with uh Erica with what she was using or the folks that have the old hickories mm-hmm. or the yoders or things like that. And then you also have people that literally just made the made I saw some of those just old barrel cookers that they cut themselves and made into grills. Wow. <laughs> you know, from that standpoint. So you have a wide range of stuff out there. What was it like um having the press access this time around versus the last time that you went? Oh, it was, it was a lot different the last time. Man, the last time I went up there, man, I got stopped at the gate with my camera. I was, I was about to get thrown out by security because I was like, look, I came all the way up here. They're like, wow. you can't bring anything in here. And then they, and then, you know, as she's telling me that, I'm hearing the loudspeaker announcement about that. You can't bring in, you can't have a camera with a detachable lens and you can't have a selfie stick and all this stuff. So, I mean, they're pretty strict on it. <clears throat> and they, I mean, there was a good number of media folks there too, but it was an easy process just um sent it in and got the pass and everything and uh went on from there now i was looking at your instagram stories and i saw i think it was yours um they had some sort of tornado warning or something where everything kind of had to get shut down how long did that last yeah that was for a few hours um wow and and we had known the weather was going to get rough um around one o'clock maybe two o'clock um I don't think everybody thought it was going to get that rough. Um, and let me just say, I, I did something a little different. I, I, um, that heat was no joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Tell us you know, that, it, it, it was a lot, it was a lot hotter this year than it was last year. Wow. And so I would go down, you know, around like 11, maybe, you know, 11 o'clock to maybe one, maybe one thirty, and then come back in the evening. Um, because that first day, man, I was like, ain't no way I can stay out here all day. You know, they, they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that, that weather was, was crazy, man. So I, I, you know, but at that time with the weather, 
um, I was just getting ready to leave anyway, and I could see it was starting to get a little rough. Yeah. Um, but then that thing, man, that thing opened up, you know, and uh, it was pretty bad out there for a minute. But yeah, I think I, it was maybe two hours, and then they they started back up again. Oh wow, yeah, I can imagine the heat because it looks like y'all were on like a um, asphalt. Yeah. And yeah. you think all those cookers, on, yeah, all those cookers on asphalt and the heat and all that just <laughs> yeah, baking into your skin. Yeah. Mm. And you're around hot equipment anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So after all that died down. <laughs> <laughs> What was the mood after all that? <laughs> uh, everybody just kind of got back in gear. I mean, they changed. A lot of folks were playing catch up because they changed the um, they changed the the turn in time from three o'clock to six fifteen, and I think a lot of people thought they were just going to kind of either skip the category or whatever. So it was like people had to remake food and everything else. So, ooh, wow, that was stressful. I bet. Dang. Yeah, yeah, you saw some folks running around, you know, like a chicken with their head cut off. But hey, they they got it done, <laughs> you know. I was looking at the list of the winners, and the one that I followed the most, I think, that I didn't see up there, and I don't know how I feel about it. And I wonder if the weather had a factor in it. Um, Killer Hogs. Um, so, so they did win a couple. They won uh they won. It was, uh, if I remember right, I think they won. Uh, they won in poultry. Mm, I can't yeah. remember what, um, if it was. Uh, it wasn't first place, but they won. They won in poultry. And one thing I'll say, man, is like again going back to what I talked about with the the way the judging goes. Like anybody can literally win. Right. Um, you know, last year they kept making a big deal about Myron Mixon was a six six time grand champion, but you look at how many years he's been doing that, right? Long time, yeah. Yeah, and, and, but you look at that, and you look at how far in between, you know, those years were. You know, so it, it's one of those things, man. Um, you know, Killer Hogs didn't. You know, they they didn't place in a lot of things, but like I'll give you a good example. Like uh, first place in ribs went to Heath Riles. Heath has been doing that for some years, man. And I mean, like, you know, yeah. he he paid his due definitely to get first place in ribs this year. <laughs> I mean, because he's, he's been out there. He's, you know, it's been, it is funny because, like, I'll give you a good example. So typically the folks that win in whole hog are typically, if you look at it historically, they, they pretty much are going to be declared grand champ because it's a separate right. category. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So Myron Mixon won last year in, in, in whole hog. This mm. year he placed ninth. I see that. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like you know, it, it with with the with the way the judging goes and wow. and the blind taste testing and whatnot, it really makes a difference. And then also it's different judges every year too. Or not so, one, I won't say I won't say different judges, but you got a good mix of new judges every year as well. So who is Blues Hog? So I don't know if you're familiar with with uh, with blues. You may have seen like their charcoal and their rubs and things of that nature. It's a it's a barbecue it's a barbecue team and barbecue company that's kind of ventured out okay. in the sense to where they you know kind of doing the same thing that Malcolm Reed is doing on a little bit uh on a little bit bigger level with the charcoal and stuff. Um, you know they have some rubs and sauces out that you can get. Um, 
but they 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 tend to do they tend to do okay. They tend to do okay at uh at Memphis and May. That's good. So is is it more like um businesses type of thing, like established like people that are out there versus like the kind of like backyard cook that wants to go out and you know, hedge their bets against the uh the big boys in that type of competition? Yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of uh businesses that go out there, but then you also see just some private teams, some folks that just got together and come up with a team name and and they end up they end up doing what they're going to do, you know. So it, it it's a, it's a good mix of good mix of everybody out there. I think I asked you this the first time you were on the show because you brought up uh Memphis in May. Um and I may have asked you the same question. So I'm going to ask you again. Do you ever feel that you would um, try to enter one of those competitions? Not in the past. Now, maybe so. Just seeing it on that level from a standpoint of the way that judging is done for that particular competition, where it's really almost it's really a level playing field in a sense, like where you can if you got good food and if you look if you got a taste that everybody's looking for that's gonna you know that's gonna have some extra pop it'll get noticed the way the judging is done versus you know them coming right around to your booth to eat and you know you sitting there and talking to them for 20 minutes and you know they know who you are you know who they are that type situation you know what i mean Uh, yeah you gained a rapport for votes yeah right (laughs) yeah yeah so would you say having a media pass this time around um, kind of, I, I guess you would say, influence you to feel like you could, you know, participate or, you know, maybe next year, possibly? Yeah, I, I say hearing some of those conversations and talking to some of the folks on, on different teams. Yeah, because, I mean, when you sit back and you look at it, is a lot of these folks literally aren't. And even the folks that are. uh that are on uh, the larger teams are just, they're regular folks. Right. They're regular yeah. folks. You know, you got somebody that does wings great. They're going to participate in that, in that, in that category for this particular team. They're going to, they're going to push that, you know, right. and some of these folks, you know, some of these folks just have a couple of followers on Instagram. Ain't really, it's not, it's not a big, <laughs> you know, not, not a huge celebrity type thing. And that's yeah. the thing, man. I mean, if you, if you really can cook, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Look, I, I was looking at it, man. It, it, the two trophies that, uh, that Erica won, I'm like, man, she probably can't, she came up here in a little SUV and her little small trail. I'm like, she probably got to mail them things home as big as they are, you know? Right. And that's the way, that's the way the whole thing goes, man. It's really interesting in the sense of it's really focused in on, the taste and what you're presenting to these folks. And so as far as the teams go, like what was the, that, that, uh, I guess you say the dynamic, um, like how, what was the biggest team that you saw? What was the smallest team that you saw? And do you think that made a difference as far as performance? I say when you, when you have, when you have more people, um, it's definitely a, it's definitely a help. But it does. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you're automatically going to win. If you right, okay. if you have more folks, it's just it's just a little bit less stress on on you. You know, um, you know. I, I saw some folks that were. I think I told you, Erica had five people counting her. Um, you know, I saw some folks that were. I saw. I think one group that had three folks, 
And, wow. you know, and then you had other teams that had 25, 30 people there. Wow. So you had one person that's literally cutting cutting up this and doing that and pulling wow. one person, pulling membranes and this and that type stuff, you know, so. So did any of those those teams with the larger amount of people, did they kind of like go to the top part of the list or did that not help at all? Um, I, I'd say for sure, uh, uh, Heath with what, with what he, with what he did. Cause if I remember right, I, I, pardon me if I'm wrong. I think he, he dropped out of, not dropped out of, but he, I don't think he did pork shoulder this year to focus more so on ribs instead of trying to do multiples heavy on multiples. He, he kind of went for the, you know, the, the big thing, getting, getting his folks on that. So well, that turned out well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, another hey, another guy too, man. Um, uh, I don't know if you follow him. Uh, I did a couple of that Philly crack wing that I did that video. Um, mm-hmm. That guy filled the grill, uh, Johnson mm-hmm. uh, from Arizona. It's called Trap House Barbecue. He won. He that. won fourth place okay. in the world on pork shoulder. Yes, wow. I saw that. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw and, that name his stood team, out his, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and his like, team, they it gotta was, be black, was, eh? Uh, <laughs> and his team was uh i think it was a total of he had either five or six people there total including him it's not bad yeah that is not bad yeah. so who did you get to like rub shoulders with like who did you get close to that you you really wanted to I, you probably talked to heath rouse because i think you took a picture with him right man let me tell you something <laughs> man them folks for so Heath's team was focused on winning. I bet. So you come around there, look, you come around there, you look, you could you could get inside his uh his tent and everything else, man, but you weren't really talking to Heath. Heath was focused in. <laughs> Heath was back there getting it done. You know, you he oh, you get a wave and all that. He was friendly, but as far as coming out and just like the talking piece, like you could tell that brother had a mindset on, hey, we're going to get this thing this year because we didn't, we didn't been here enough times. <laughs> About his business. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, talk with Malcolm Reed for, you know, for a couple minutes. Um, you saw did. him out there. Yeah. You, you, um, you know I'm a big fan. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, how, how, how big is he in stature? That's a big dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big dude, man. I mean, you know, those – I don't know what kind of camera lens he be using, but that's a big dude, man. He looks he looks like normal height, which is funny. Hey, that's 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 a big dude, man. I mean, if there's ever a problem going down, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go just stand back behind Malcolm. Boy, yeah, I tell you, I tell you. So, is he as nice as he comes off as? Oh, yeah. on his videos. Yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll chat it up with you, and you know it's it's all good, man. Um. But uh, talk with him, talk with, uh, with Mo Kason for a little bit, <clears throat> uh, talk, with, talk with Phil. Um, and, and the funny thing, man, I'll tell you this, is that, you know, Charlie, the same way, the same way me and you kind of met <clears throat> and, and uh, is really the same way, you know, formed a relationship with, with Erica and Phil just online. You know, and so when you get there and then you kind of meet somebody, you know, you see somebody in person, it's one of those things where like, right. you know, you are, you, you know them. And then it's like, it's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of odd because you're both geeked out on seeing each other on TV. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, it's, hey, it's, 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 one of the, it's one of those things, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> but you know, is it, is it, 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 it was it was interesting though, man. Yeah. So of the different cooks, like, what was your favorite? food what which competition did you see that you really enjoyed the most i'm looking at the list now and it has some pretty dope categories yeah i mean you really have a good mix of everything out there you know i think i think the biggest thing man is um i tell you what i'd say probably from a standpoint i'd say probably pork shoulder would would, would get me because of the fact mm. that it's one of those things where i'll say this if you if something goes wrong with your ribs you can you have enough time to redo ribs mm-hmm. before you yeah, before yeah. you can get it in yeah. pork shoulder that ain't gonna happen. You gotta make sure that thing is right. You, <laughs> you know, the whole if it's time just, and it, rest. Yeah, if it, if it's just bad, <laughs> it's just bad, and that's what we're gonna have to turn in. So I mean, you really gotta have your A game on with that. If you if you kind of look at it across the spectrum of proteins, I think that pork shoulder might be the most forgiving. Um, of all the meats, but yeah, you can't start over like at the last minute. <laughs> it takes time, man. Got to break down that tissue, man. Damn. Yeah. So you mentioned um, Blue Smoke Blair. Um, she won Barbecue Brawl last season, I believe, right? Yeah. So um, in the nature of uh, National uh, Barbecue Month, that um, Barbecue Brawl came back on. Um, Discovery Plus, so they're, they're showing a Food Network. So mm-hmm. apparently, it's not that easy to watch for one because there's, there's like, why, yeah. why can't I watch this shit? You told me it was back, and I'm trying to figure out how how did I miss it being back. So I went to the, you know the thing, and it shows me where it is, and I'm like, okay, this is the air date. It aired on the eighth. I'm trying to click on it. Nothing's happening. I'm like, okay, and then um, what was it last night or night before last? Yeah, episode two dropped. So I went back to the guy. I said, maybe it's available now. I can see it. Won't let me play it. I'm like, what is the problem? <laughs> Why? Because I almost didn't watch episode two because I'm like, I, I, I like to see who was eliminated first and kind of see what standard was set for, you know, episode mm. two. Yeah. But, man, I was like bumping this on. I try to go back and figure it out, and here it is. I hear that uh, it's one of those uh, Discovery Plus things. I guess, I mean, that's pretty smart because it's a popular show, and it will drive people to probably, you know, get a subscription. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know if I feel like subscribing to that. You know, one thing, <laughs> you can find it like, a, I don't know, YouTube TV or something. Ask somebody for a password or something. I don't know, man. Mm. But yeah it's really good to look at um i watch it because of rodney scott you know i'm a bit yeah and me so, too me too yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we like bobby flay too and you know uh, yeah, but rodney scott yeah because yeah. yeah. we um you know before uh that show started we we watched beat bobby flay right. so you know that was a little extra bonus but when i saw rodney scott i was like i got to watch this got to absolutely yeah so, Jeff, have you watched any of the episodes of the new season? No, I haven't seen any of the new season yet. No, it's always interesting. They got a, a, a different team leads now. Uh, they got the um, oh, the, the blonde hair chick. I don't know none of these people' names because I don't watch it that often. I just watch it for 
basically the barbecue brawl. <laughs> and the guy from Queer Eye uh, for a Straight Guy is super funny. So between him yeah, and Roddy yeah, Scott, I'm like, yeah, uh, jokes? And, and dude is critiquing, like, how spicy is this meat? Like, Rodney's standing over there, like, could you please add more pepper? I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> like, could y'all please season this meat, please? Right. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you don't see a lot of barbecue shows on TV, and they're usually like the big conglomerate ones, and you got to really find the ones that are really good, which we venture over to the YouTube side, and we find people like Jeff, right? Right. So, tell us, in in the in the spirit of National Barbecue Month. It, well, it's almost halfway over, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. What is your what 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 does National Barbecue Month mean most to you? It kind of goes back to the same thing in general with barbecue. You know, I see it more so as a culture and a, a, a more of a time of fellowship. You know, I, I think I've said before. You know it's the difference between, you know, just putting food on the grill and barbecue, right? You know, you're usually, you're usually out there. I mean, you know, now Jessica's coming outside with me a lot more. So it's more of a bonding thing with her and I, you know, as far as that goes, or I even take it from a standpoint of even when I'm doing videos, you know, I take that as, you know, Hey, this is, this is my way of, showing people what I feel like my craft is and sharing a little bit of me with them on, on that side of it. So, you know, I take it personal. Yeah. I could tell that you put a lot of work into it because you get a little Martin Scorsese on us a little bit with, the, with those transitions. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, I, I hated editing. Starting to enjoy it now a little bit. So. Yeah, I can tell that yeah. man. <laughs> It's it's one of the thing, man. You know, I was like, "Dang, Jeff got a new. You know, he switch it up now. Oh, look at that transition yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, got a new audio track on there. Like, dang, all right, that's cool. So, um, with all that you do, like, you know that the, the the cooking, the editing, the the media person that you are now because of you know Memphis and May. What do you like most about, um? the whole umbrella of what you do, like the whole process of creating, what do you like most? Honestly, I, I, I still enjoy the cooks. I enjoy, you know, getting something out in front of folks. You know, I got a, you know, list of ideas of things that I'm going to try and, you know, I'll be, I'll drive, I'll be driving somewhere and just think of something and, you know, pull over and get it, you know, add it to a little list in the phone or whatever the case may be. I enjoy that. But I think, I think for the most part, in the end, it still also goes back to cooking for family and friends and just enjoying that side of it, you know, because, you know, anytime I get there, especially if I don't if I don't have a camera in front of me, it's really just relaxing where you're just sitting there and you're just, you know, because I can stay outside all day. You know, it can look it can be <laughs> I, I could be outside from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and I got a grill in front of me. I'm good. You know, oh, you was like use one of those kids that didn't like to come inside from playing back in the day. Yeah, man, I, look, I, I'd be out all day, man. I just enjoy that, you know, just enjoy that time, you know, you know, especially on the weekends or whatever, you know, I look, I will literally, that's why, that's where the name of Outdoors with Jeff came, because I enjoy being outdoors, you know, 
You know, I, I could, sense. I could, if I'm, if I'm outside on a Saturday grilling or something, I could stay outside from 9 a.m. until late in the evening and then go back outside, you know, light up the fireplace and catch a cigar and relax, man. So cut some music on and yeah. that's it. Like, I remember bonding with my father with barbecue. We sit on the back mm-hmm. porch, nice weather, just kicking it, you know, you know, first beer together and everything. It's just, just letting that smoke roll. Burning up a few things over here and there, but you know, it's the bonding experience. <laughs> it's the bonding. It's the yeah, bonding. That's what counts. Is, you know, all else fails, you uh, <clears throat> go to Bojangles or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's uh, one video in particular. Um, man, those chili dogs on that Acorn Jr. Okay, I, 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 I've been wanting some chili dogs since then. I've never thought about the beef broth in the Hormel. That was genius. I mean, I don't want to give it all away, but could you kind of take us through that, please? Yeah, and that, and that comes from personal experience, man, because I've known quite a few times where I've literally gotten a call saying, or, or you know, the day of, mm-hmm. saying, yep. can you do something at the park? We're going to be at the park or whatever. Can you do something? It's like, okay, I'm going to that little... <laughs> That little old community use grill over there, you know. And then, <laughs> no, no. And then you got, and then you got people trying, and then you got people trying to wrap that whole thing in foil yep. and everything else. It's like you know, I ain't cooking on that nasty thing. It's like you know, it's like mm, squirrels so, and peed on that thing. Ex- exactly, yes. man. Exactly. You need to come with a big thing of Lysol before anything and spray that whole thing down. Mm. But, um, you know, that's where, that's where that cook came from, man, because I've been there before as far as, because, you know, and especially with work too, man, it's a, it's a thing of, you know, when you have uh, uh, my old job having uh, associate appreciation and stuff like that. So, you know, <clears throat> I was used to having to cook, you know, uh, 140, 150 ribeyes, you know, things of that nature or, you know, doing hamburgers and things like that. And you just learn to doctor stuff up. You know, you can, you can get, so it's okay if you're cooking like that to go ahead and get some frozen patties or get oh, yeah. some hot dogs yeah, or whatever yeah. and just add some flavor to it. And that's the same thing. Like, I mean, if I'm doing that, I don't have time to make a batch of chili before I get out there. So right. Right. you can grab the Hormel chili in the can and then you can go ahead and add some beef broth to it and some garlic pepper seasoning. Mm. Um, some of that Heath Riles Cajun rub and throw that in there and, you know, with some pecan wood and, and look, and I'll tell you, man, if you haven't done it, you need to cut those slits in your hot dogs and smoke them. Yeah. Soak in there. Cause it yeah, makes a difference. That. Yeah. yeah. That was a yeah. dope trick right and there. Season, like and that. season your hot dogs too. Definitely. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about <laughs> that. I've never, never done that before. Hey, what was, what, what man. led you to do that from the first time? Man, that was that's something that I picked up a while ago um, uh, from a buddy of mine uh, uh, named John. He's on YouTube as well, a channel called Salt Pepper Fire. And right, you know, the first time I saw it, I I saw it and I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It's like you know, because I mean, we're just used to eating hot dogs and that's it. But I mean, you could right. look. You take a little bit of oil, little. I just took a little bit of spray oil, put it on there. And then season those things hard and then put the hey and then you got you got what you want on there so but between that and that and that pecan smoke i mean it's just one of those things where you can doctor up anything and take something that's really basic and take it up to the next level 
Yeah, oh, you like, an like I said, I, yeah. Oh man, I love that thing. That that is my little when I when I because it's just the two of us here. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll break that out and just get a good quick meal going. And you know, as fast as that thing lights, man, and the fact that it's smaller too, so it takes even less time than the big acorn as far right. as lighting up. And you use a lot less charcoal too. That's Not right. that acorns use a whole bunch of charcoal anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's um it's like a perfect every night grill, you know. Um mm-hmm. do you feel like a lot of people are intimidated by grills in general just getting it started up that they don't they don't mess with it, you know? Yeah, I think I think a lot of folks well, I'll say this. I think a lot of people don't look at charcoal cooking for that reason. Right. You know. Yeah. Um I used to have I used to have a propane grill. Um and that was my thing. It was quick. Right. You know, hey, this thing is quick or whatever. But at the same time, you're not getting the same flavor. Right. You know, you know, and 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 that was the big difference for me on that note. But when you learn as far as getting. You can get a grill lit pretty quickly. You can you can get you can get your coals to the point of where you're, you're ready to cook. And it is, doesn't necessarily have to take, you know, 30 minutes to an hour you you can get that done from a standpoint of being safe and getting some you know making sure the coal is good to cook on and everything else you just you just got to know what you're doing with it so i think there's something that came up recently in the product line of char griller that might lower the barrier of entry for a lot of people that might be intimidated so the new product is this auto kamado acorn can you can you tell us a little bit about this product? Because you have it, right? Yeah, yeah. And this, this I tell you what, man, it's, it's a bit of a game changer for, to cover it real quickly, the, the, the Acorn is a Kamado style cooker. And before I even had Acorn, I'll be honest with you, I used to look at Acorns all the time. And I just look and be like, ah, oh, it's just a cheap grill, whatever. You know, and they didn't really think anything, didn't think anything of it, you know. Right. And then I realized that, hey, it's the same, it's the same Kabbalah style cooker. It's like a big green egg or something. And, I, and you know, I'd never, I always said, you know, I'm not going to pay $1,500 for a grill, you know, $2,000 from that standpoint. But what you can do as far as going low and slow to searing, you know, from 200 degrees all the way up to 700 degrees, you can cook pizzas. 700. You can do all kinds of stuff and it holds the temperature as steady as I mean that thing holds it steady. Wow. So, you know, that that's what I that's what I like about it. And then it's efficient too with the charcoal where that thing is that thing is airtight. So you're not you're not wasting charcoal, you're not wasting heat. Um and what they've done with the auto combato is taken the same fan driven process that they have on the on the uh, gravity nine eighty. You love uh, which that is thing. a gravity fed grill. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, but not hey, not as much as Acorn. I love, I love, oh, hey, I, what? Look, I, I love, oh, I love what? that base Acorn all day, man. Ooh. But they've taken that fan and put it on there to where the temperature is regulated. Because you had to, you had to understand and, and know your vents on the Acorn, that top yes, vent and the bottom vent, as far as letting letting in and out your air. You get um, dirty smoke easy. You know, if you, you let you use it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it's one of those things. I mean, I'm I'm a pro on the Acorn now. I'll say that I'll go up against anybody on that because I, I love that I love that group. <laughs> okay. The the concept with it. 
But this automato really takes all the guesswork out of it. It mm -hmm. takes it to where, I mean, with your top, you set your temperature. There's no bottom vent, but the top vent, you you set the temperature and it tells you what what setting to open it up. So it'll say open up to slot one, two, three, four, or five. Wow. Based on the temperature that you're choosing, and that that fan will kick on and it'll start going, and you know you'll be sitting there thinking, you know, well you know, well, this thing is going to start to overshoot and then you'll start to hear the fan cut back off and yeah. you're trying to hit three, you're trying to hit 350 and then that fan isn't on and you're looking at it, it's like, man, you need to cut this thing on or whatever. That fan will cycle on and off for, you know, I don't know how many times to make sure it doesn't overshoot that temperature because you know once those things go hot, ain't no bringing them back down. <laughs> you know, so that thing, <laughs> that, thing will creep, that thing will creep you right on up to right where you need to be. And then you'll be good at a whole temperature, man. Dang. So what have you cooked on there so far? So I've done, I've, I've done really my first initial cook, which is, it's not a cook that I record, man. My, my staple cook that I cook on every new grill is just chicken breast. Yep. And I, I'll say this, man, I don't, I'm not a chicken breast fan. I'm not a chicken <laughs> breast. I, I love, who, who I love really some chicken is? thighs. Outside yeah, of Nuggets, who love... really is a fan of breast, chicken breast? Hey, breast. I am with, with the bone. It's got to have oh, the bone. With the bone, yeah. I'm cooking. I make, I make bones yeah. breast. Fried. Yeah. yeah. Fried. Got to be fried. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Grill. Fried. Yeah. Not, not grilled. Nah. From, from that standpoint, I, I cook it just as a litmus test to see, does the cooker hold in moisture? You know, will it be, will it be more moist or whatever? Um what type of smoke am I getting off of it? It really, it, it really can absorb and kind of let you know what's going on with your cook. Um, mm -hmm. The chicken that I made on this, on this uh, acorn, on both the acorns, when I did both of them with the same process, was a lot different than what I got off of the uh, 980. Mm. You know, because it was more moist, um, you had more of a smoke flavor, um, even had a little bit of a smoke ring. Wow. Um, so you kind of get that, you kind of get that, that, that extra bit on there. And that, and that's why I like the Kamado style cooker. Um, I'm going to actually tonight be making a, uh, uh, got a three and a half pound tri-tip I'm going to be making on there. Um, tri-tip, man. Yeah. I forgot you love tri-tip, man. Hey, I, hey, try look, <laughs> tri-tip, man. <laughs> I look, I, I about gotten in a couple fights with folks trying to tell them, Hey, look, man, I'll take a tri-tip over ribeye. And they're like, what? And I'm like, Hey, from a flavor standpoint, I understand the fat content, how the fat adds flavor, but from the actual <laughs> taste of the steak, <laughs> that, that tri-tip man got some good flavor to it, bro. I think it's just because it's not popular in this region or something. Um, it's like yeah. a West coast thing primarily, right? Oh yeah. Oh, how'd yeah. you get it? How'd yeah. you get familiar with tri-tip? Man, I I actually um I shop at the uh, at the the cab farmers market, that's and that's wild. where that's where I picked okay. it up at. Um, and then I started seeing some other places. Um, Midtown Butcher in Atlanta uh, carries a good selection on it. You can get it uh, choice prime. They got even they even got some. <laughs> I even saw a wagyu tri-tip in there one time, and I was like, I ain't paying that. But Man, how much yeah. was that? Yeah, I didn't need. I can't even remember the price on it, bro. But that thing was just. I remember it was just. Damn. Don't look at that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, 
but from that standpoint, man, yeah, I, you know, now you're starting to see even places like Walmart carry it, you know? Yeah. So it's it's picking up. It's picking up in, in certain in certain areas um, right now, but it's still one of those things. And the other thing, too, man, I'm going to say this now, and I, and I may be wrong, but I'm just going to be wrong. People need to stop with this tri-tip as a brisket thing. <laughs> a lot of folks are doing this online. It's not, look, if you're going to do that, just do just make brisket. <laughs> just make a brisket. What's the that cost thing is difference, meant to really? be. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it, it, they're talking about trying to cook it longer and get it up to a much higher temp and everything else. I like that medium rare that you get, you know, or that variation of, of, of you know, of uh, of temperatures because because Jessica likes her. She'll get it. She'll get it on the end. She'll get a little more closer to well where I like it in the middle, you know, as far as that medium that you, you know, medium to medium well that I'll get. So. Not the guy that's trying to make this thing like a brisket right now. There's a lot of folks online trying to do that. I, I don't think I'll be trying that. I'll just cook brisket when I'm ready to do that. Yeah, that's one thing I want to actually try to tackle one day is is, is a brisket. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm scared of it, but with that price point, you want to make sure you you. You want to make sure you do it right. Now, I'm not going to do like the story yeah. I told you about where the people sliced <laughs> it up. And <laughs> I do actually know the process and what to do and how to do it. It's just actually getting it and taking my time, getting up early one morning and just, you know, I'm just going to go at it. I'm not going to try with any other piece of meat first <laughs> and try to, you know, weigh my way through it. I'm, I'm going to go at it. I've watched enough videos, I feel like. And um, mm-hmm. had enough conversations, so one day I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I may even record it. I tell oh. you what, man. Look, look, yeah. Let me let me throw this. Let me, and I'm glad to hear you say you can record it, man. <laughs> yes. I, I want to see that. Waiting on this. <laughs> one of the things that I, that I like to tell folks, man, is if you're if you're going to do a brisket and you're looking for the flavor in there. Um, one of the things that's central in, in, uh, in Texas barbecue that I've started doing myself now, um, and Jessica loves it, man, is, um, is, uh, short ribs. Ooh. I'm sorry. That's, that's, uh, Alex A in the background there, but, um, <laughs> but, um, now nah, when it, when it comes to that short ribs, excellent. When, when you get that and then the fact that it takes less time than brisket, but the flavor, the flavor in there from all the marbling and everything else, and you can do it any kind of way. You can start off with just, uh, you can start off with just, you know, salt and pepper on there if you wanted to, or you can do different rubs. But when I tell you, you know, you just get that thing on there and just let it roll at 275, and then you get that thing up to, uh, you get that thing up to, uh, I'd say probably about maybe 160, 165. And just go ahead and wrap it and let it run all the way till you get to about 200, 202, 203. Okay. That that thing it, it it will come out looking like looking like these people on TV shows and everything else every single time, man. I mean, it, you know, your bark will be perfect. I mean, to me, that's less temperamental than brisket. Okay, okay, I might try and it's that got too. some yeah. and it's got some great flavor in it too, man. Speaking of flavor, it's this uh, Heath Riles Cajun rub yeah. that you use. 
I have got to get my hands on that. Um, I haven't been able to find it in South Carolina, but I noticed you use it a lot. Um, I think it's what garlic and butter is that that's the one you use yeah, on the hot uh, dogs as well. Yeah, Cajun Creole garlic butter Cajun seasoning. Creole. Okay. I've got mm-hmm. to find some of that because every time you use it, I'm I'm sitting there like this is this this has got to be some good rub. Yeah. Because yeah, you it's, are, it's, really it's your favorite. Place. Yeah, it's your favorite. You you mention it, you know, when you use it. It's one of my favorites, one of my favorites. I've got to try it. I've got to find it. Um may even have to go on the website because I've been looking here in South Carolina, couldn't find it. I, I kind of thought and hoped that maybe it was an academy. Um, my wife even said so, that too. Yeah, yeah. And he started getting into academy. Now, the academies here in Atlanta um, just got his rubs. And some of them do sell that one. Um, I think I've seen it at two. No, I've seen it at, uh, I've seen it at two out of the three that I, that I go to from time to time. Okay, I've okay. seen that one particular flavor here. Um, but it's also it's also online too on on uh, um where he has it. So, but it's a good it's a good rub, man. Between that and the honey chipotle, I, I love both of them. Yeah, I might have to try that out. Um, since the last time you won the show, I did some um, some of the uh, hot wings, and okay. I used I used Texas Pete. Um, we had some Texas yeah, Pete man. in there. I, yeah, I took it back, man. The Texas Pete and butter. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. man. Man, yeah, yeah. I um it 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 was kind of a whim. Um, you know, I didn't get a chance to like um take them off and fry them. Mm-hmm. But the flavor cuz I just I kept mopping them and kept mopping them and flipping them and flipping them and flipping them and then when I was almost done, I took them out cuz I had um, you know, I had it cooking on the grill. I had the um the hot sauce and the butter. It was, you know, on the grill and I dipped it in there. Yeah. Dipped it, rolled it around, and then I put it back on, and I dipped it back in, and then when I took them off, I poured the remainder over it. I'm gonna have to send you a picture, and okay. the flavor was was it was almost I think it was it was to the bone I would have to say, and I just you know I just thawed out some um, little drumettes real quick, and yeah. just made it happen. It was one night I was like I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I'm gonna see you know I don't have time to you know fry take them off and fry them and all that, but I'm gonna see what I'm you know I'm gonna see what I'm gonna do because it's been a while. Like I said, I I've kind of gotten accustomed to um, Frank's, and then there's another sauce uh, called Lily's. It's based out of Charleston hot sauce that I mm-hmm. love. Um, we always keep Texas Pete. It's just it's just always in there. And I said, you know what? After having that conversation, you know, we were talking about. It, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it another chance. You know, I've stepped away from a while for a while, and um, it turned out pretty good. So. The next time I do it, I think I I don't I don't even want to try another hot sauce with it because I might you know it might not get the same results. <laughs> yeah, man, it's that 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 recipe right there, man, is actually a favorite of Jessica's too, man. Um, you know she she likes it with the Texas Pete. We we did it one time with the Franks, and she was like, "Nah, just going back to that Texas Pete." So you know, yeah. it's, it's, I, I like it, man. It's got a got a good flavor to it. Black smoke barbecue. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, man. That was that literally just that was something where on a whim, I and it wasn't even really a whim. It was more so a thing of just I was just trying to find folks that looked like me when it right. came time for the for the barbecue game on YouTube, and um, and it just wasn't a lot out there. And it's funny, uh, one of the guys, 
one of the guys in there, you know, made a point, uh, Brandon, Brandon Carpenter from BKC Cooks, he said, hey, man, look, you know, nothing against him. He's like, but hey, man, any any white boy that, you know, got a beard and put his baseball cap on backwards, he's sitting up here saying he's a pit master and that's it. He's like, but they don't know the history. They don't understand, you know, right. You know, they, they don't know the whole process behind it and they don't know the culture behind it. And um, and I, I totally agree with it from that standpoint, as far as, you know, talking about barbecue and, and it was just a thing of looking and I, and I know, you know, it was a lot, it was back in January. Was it? Yeah, it was January uh, when, when, uh, when Charlie uh, and another gentleman named Jeff Greer and I, um, we both, all three of us had a, had a uh, meeting on StreamYard. And I just said, Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Uh, we need to try and find some folks for it. What do y'all think? And we're just going to mainly based off a of live stream, but talking about barbecue and we'll, we'll discuss our cooks, but the culture behind it and everything else and everything black and barbecue. And, you know, we had that process, um, uh, got some names together and, and reached out to some folks and, you know, it's 10 of us now, uh, that are that are in there and just you know we're we're looking to try and really get off the ground here and uh uh come middle of june um, okay okay i'm sorry i'm sorry toward the end of june we have an appearance on uh on the unknown pitmaster unknown black pitmaster show on instagram okay and that's going to be on june 27th at 6 p.m uh eastern standard time and he's going to sit back and interview all of us and just talk to us about our barbecue story and what we see and how it relates to uh, the barbecue culture and blacks and barbecue period. But, you know, I really, you know, it was really a passion project where it was one of those things where I was just looking and you, you just don't see too many folks like us that are talking about it, especially on the national stage. And that's why even right. with, with Memphis and May, um, you know, seeing, you know, seeing Erica do her thing, seeing Phil Johnson do his thing, um, uh, Mo Kason even won in a, uh, he won in seafood competition. Um, okay. you know, seeing these folks get up there and do what they do, what they're doing, because it's just one of those things where we, it's so much that we do for society. That's not, that, that just, that just gets washed over and people don't right, see right. our contributions and we're going to try and take a minute and shine a light on that with what we do with black smoke barbecue. But Char hey, Charlie, I tell you what, man. Why don't you give us your perspective, Church, since you're a member as well? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that it was a problem in the industry that we had. Um, there was not a lot of black representation, and you you saw a vision to to fix that because um, if you look at the landscape of YouTube, you don't see a lot of us um, in that type of spotlight you know real popular with the numbers the algorithm is not really friendly um so your vision of getting um a select group of uh black pit masses together to really try to drive home this thing that you know um this is what we do this you know let us have this back at least you know <laughs> because that's one of the the few cuisines that we actually uh pioneered um in the united states especially um, so it means a lot to me, um, because it's, it's pushing that whole thing of black excellence in a different way than we don't see many areas on, you know, on the internet or, uh, mass media. So 
I mean, mm. it's it's everything for me. And you, it, it, we have a great mix of guys, be it from catering, backyard, and competition guys that really just can have their own thing, but it's a great thing when you can get them together right, and right. You know, just, just bring everything together as a collective unit, and then you can have folks sit, share different stories. And it's great, man. I mean, you know, we're going to be doing some great things with it and work with some great, uh, great folks and some great companies, too. Yeah, because after seeing that intro, I checked out um, some of the YouTube pages and stuff. And I, I, I will have to say, you, you brothers are inspiring me to start hitting that record button. Um, hey, man, I, I'm telling you, look, <laughs> it is it, it, when you get out there, I, I told you, man, I had my old iPhone 6 just propped up on the fence the first time. And that's what it was. It was literally just. I didn't have any tripod. I was literally just taking the thing. And, you know, when I was recording, I was just doing my voiceovers in the bottom of the phone just like that, you know. So, you know, that's, hey, that's what it is, man. Yeah, I threw together a couple of uh, little quick TikTok videos just to try to get a feel for it. Um, didn't do any voice voiceovers yet, but um, kind of getting my feet wet, kind of getting my feet wet. So we, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, my my um, thing is sometimes I get started. And then after I'm already started, like I'm already prepping the meat and stuff, I'm like, ah, should have had the camera going. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. I start, like when I did those um those jerk chicken burgers. I got some pictures of that. I got I think I got yeah, I got a little bit of I, you know what, I need to edit that. I got a little bit of footage on there. Um, prepped the whole thing. Never took my phone outside to capture the actual cook came back in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got. Hey, I got something for you, man. That when you get when you get to a point like that, all you do is you just show the grill, snap your finger, prepare okay. a product. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I need. Creative to get. editing. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. Hey, it's rough trying to set up the camera and everything. You try not to burn some meat, man. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, that's the reason why I started with voiceovers. Um, because I, I was just like, man, I'm gonna be, it's gonna be too much. And I and I, I never really changed my format. I just stuck with that from a standpoint of, I can go back in and you know just show this and just do the voiceover and edit from that standpoint without having to worry about uh, you know. It, the 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 sound and everything else and you know and making sure you know because this is one thing i'll say man these people that always talk about this is the this is the first time looking at a grill let's look at it together let's see what's happening with this chicken on here they done checked it <laughs> nobody yes. nobody yeah. nobody does yeah. any blind yeah. opening i mean it's you know so <laughs> you know you know when you got that and you're trying to record everything else and make right. sure your mic is good no, nah, I just said let me just stick with these voiceovers and I'll be good. <laughs> I, I may change up later on, man, but because look, with my TikTok videos, you could always tell I've already checked it because the temperature is like on zero when I'm opening, <laughs> when I'm opening it up. I have to figure out how to edit that out. Oh man. Oh man. That's rough. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I, I'm right with you there. I'm right with you on that one. <laughs> Especially on those high heat cooks where you're sitting up here trying to get a uh, trying to get a steak or something right at 125 degrees or whatever the case may be, and uh, you got you, you got to figure out some creative editing because you're not trying to burn anything or right. you know whatever the case may be. So, so I want to be very transparent right now. So on this uh, this little Weber Smoky Joe, 
Um, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to get a little footage um, reverse here in the steak. So I had it uh, sitting off to the side, you know, just resting until the, like, the heat came up, right? Let's try to set up the camera and everything. Everything was looking real nice. Everything. Then I looked to my left. I was like, oh, Inferno. Jesus. Huh? Got to put that out. <laughs> hey, what happened? It happens, man. It happens. Try not to burn down the house is the first goal. <laughs> the dogs oh, are going to be like, mm, 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 mm. I thought you were professional. <laughs> hey, it happens, man. Trust me. So. Have you? I, I only bring this up because I saw this on the last episode of Barbecue Brawl, where a guy was that was really trying to scramble to get the stuff yeah. ready. He he knocked over the grill. <laughs> oh, oh crap! Man. Have you ever? Have you? <clears throat> first of all, have you ever seen anybody run into the grill? Like how do you how do you do that? How? And did they knock it over? <sighs> Man, I don't know. Never knocked the grill over. But let me tell you an interesting story, man. Uh, back when I was in college, right? I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, stay, stayed up uh, on campus for summer school at Virginia Tech. Take some more classes or whatever, because that's just what my dad ingrained in me. You just, you just gonna keep going. We just gonna, right. you go finish early. <laughs> so I, I, I was subleasing an apartment with these, with the, with three guys, three brothers that I knew, man, and. Uh, and we had a little grill out there on the balcony. Now, you know they say no no, uh, no grills on the balcony or whatever. Yeah. Man, whatever. We don't, we don't care. They don't check. <laughs> so we had a grill out there, man. And we just we just do like, you know, hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. And I'm, it was the 4th of July. That's what it was. So anyway, the you know, we had cooked out there the night before. And, we, and you know, next day, get up, go to class or whatever. And I'm coming back. I'm coming back. It had to be around maybe noon or one, something like that. I know I was done for the day. And I look up, I look up on the, we were on the third floor. I look up and I see, and I see fire. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no. and I'm like, and man, I start running upstairs, man. I open the, I open the door. The apartment is filled with smoke. And I'm like, oh Lord, man. And I'm just like, dude, and I'm looking at this thing. And I'm like, okay, so the balcony was on fire because it was a bag that they that that they had put some ashes in that they thought were cold. Oh. So anyway, so I'm I'm going, so I'm running downstairs, and I'm like, I'm not calling nine one one. And I and I go downstairs, and it was about to it was get an, out. Yeah, it was an apartment yeah. full. It was an apartment full of girls that that stayed uh, right below us. And didn't know him, and I'm just banging on the door. I was like, "It's a fire! It's a fire!" And they're like, "And they're like, what?" And they're like, and they look and they see the smoke coming down. Man, I ran in their kitchen, and I, I was like, "I just need a pot, dude." I filled up this pot of water, and I was out there taking that thing and throwing it up there, and throwing it up there, and throwing it up there. I went back, and I went, and I started trying to pour water down on it. And dude, it took literally about maybe, maybe 15 minutes to get that fire out. Dang, and we 15 burned. minutes. Yeah, and we burnt a hole probably, I don't know you can see it, probably about maybe a foot and a half around into, in the deck. Yeah, in the in the deck. Did you get put out? Oh, well, man, I was subleasing for the summer, so I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you right. Know, yeah. That's right. And, oh, and Steve, was the one that was, Steve was the one that was actually on the grill that day. Ooh. So, so anyway, he was just like, well, don't worry about it. I mean, Steve stayed there. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it, you know, at the end of the term. I was like, okay. I was like, hey, if I hadn't come home, man, the whole the whole damn building would have been gone. Right. That's what I was just thinking. And how 
How did they think the ashes were? Was there alcohol involved? <sighs> alcohol involved. Because you know when I just, ashes I just are know, hot. I just know I went to bed. You just didn't I went to bed. bed. I know that much. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Oh, you yeah, went to bed man. after all that happened. You was like, "I'm done with I, y'all." I, 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 went, I went to when I went to bed. I know they were they were trying to finish up. I was tired, so I mean, and you put out a fire, July. man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. man. Glad you made it, and uh, glad you didn't yeah. get locked up for uh, hey. no secondary arson. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Hey man, that's rough. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, that grease fire that almost happened <laughs> on my balcony. <laughs> It's rough out there, man. Did I, I, so I don't never, I don't think I ever told this story, but I'm about to do it now. So that reminds me of this time uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, my wife and I live in an apartment in Sandy Springs. My parents came f- um, from out of town, and I didn't have a grill, so I got the little ch- cheap black grill from I don't know Walmart or something. But I was trying to. Um, I was trying to figure out how this is going to be a little bit more convenient. So I started off in the, you know, the common area. I'm like, eh, screw this. I'm going to take this on the balcony. So I took it upstairs. Going upstairs was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> now the problem was, the problem was coming back downstairs. And I was, it was, it was raining a little bit. And they just painted these steps, you know. Oh, like, man. Mm. So I made it fine all the way to the bottom step. And I, I, got a little, I got a little cocky. I'm like, I got this. I was holding the thing with one hand. I'm thinking I'm strong. <laughs> then got hot coal in it still. Still got hot coal. I, I swear to God. So I turned that corner, a sharp corner. And then my foot went, whoop. <clears throat> Something in me said, throw whatever you got in your hand far enough away. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, the same man. thing happened with a TV later in life. But, uh, you know, I learned at that time <clears throat> to watch for that last step. So apparently it was trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's rough out there, man. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's so, always that last step, man. When you, it's, especially it's always, when you, when you walking blindly, you just know, like, okay, I'm at the bottom. This is no, no. This is not the floor. This is not the floor. This is another step. And that's it. And you're so, and it. you're so confident with it, right? Man, I don't need to look down anymore. Because when, when you when you step, it's like you looking like, well, what's wrong with you, floor? Because you're supposed to be. Here. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, y'all ever came downstairs um, at either your house or somebody else's house, and you was on the the last two steps, and you started to like to get eye contact with somebody that you you and you you missed that last. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, for sure. Man. Definitely. What was worse, the pain on your ankle or your shame? <laughs> the, sh- the shame. shame. My ankle was shame. good. Okay. But I did like a slide, kind of slide forward, like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Did you try to do a James Brown to play it off? I couldn't even play it off. <laughs> oh, man. You know, dogs have that same issue, too, apparently, because my dog missed that last step, and he just slid all the way to the back door one time. No. <laughs> we should never feel bad. <laughs> oh, man. So, May is here. We were talking about barbecue month, you know, a few times in the show. 
Now, it's going towards the, the real heat of the summer, you know, a lot of activity, a lot of graduations, a lot of family reunions, picnics, and all that. I know you are the the um, the designated um, pit master for whatever <laughs> um, event that you go to. So, um, do you foresee a lot of a recreational type of uh, you know type of uh, on location cooks in the future, or or you know it, you think it'll be a little bit tame? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot, man. Um, you still, you know, people are still trying to get. <laughs> people feel like they had two years taken away from them. They're itching to try and get outside. They're itching for for you know you, you know they they're, they're itching to try and do stuff. And as long as it's outside, it's good. You know, I mean, you know, from that standpoint, you know, it's uh, just had a graduation um, that you had to had to make a. Gosh, what was it? Couldn't cook on site. Um, had to reheat on site. And let me put this out there too, man, because Kirby, uh, Kirby from Black Smoke. If you don't follow him on YouTube, guys, his channel is Kirby Please Q. Um, Kirby gave me some great tips, man. I I had to make uh, I made three slabs of St. Louis ribs, um, about sixty wings, sixty smoked wings. Um, what else? Uh, uh, some salmon and what else was it? Some bread pudding. So Malcolm Reed's bread pudding. Some a, a whole bunch Ooh. of stuff. So wow. Kirby, Kirby taught me. I was like, I was like, man, I'm trying to figure out how to get this stuff down there. You know, you 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 have it on the competition and catering side. And he's like, oh, the easiest thing in the world. He's like, cook cook your ribs. Um, oh, burgers and hot dogs too. That's the other thing. It's like cook your ribs um, and don't sauce them up and just put them in food saver bags and freeze them. I was like, freeze them? He was like, yeah, freeze them. He was like, and then let it thaw on the drive down there, put it in the refrigerator when you get there, and then heat um, heat it up in the oven. It'll come out just like it came off the grill. And it sure enough That's did, man. Tip. Yeah, that is. And the same That's thing with really the wings. Froze the wings. Um, I didn't, fr I, I cooked the hamburgers and hot dogs. I didn't freeze them. Just, just put that, put that on some ice and made the salmon while I was there, uh, in the oven. Hmm. You gave so, me a great idea. I'm glad you yeah, mentioned me that. Too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So hey, if you got that, yourself that takes a, a lot of stress off, man, it? yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's literally just warming stuff up and going from there. So, hmm. Wow. Hmm, ideas, man. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Makes perfect um, sense. You, yeah. You just don't, when it comes to freezing stuff, we really don't think about it from that perspective. You know, it's just more so a thing yeah. of, you know, the fresh side. But let me tell you, man, I, you couldn't tell the difference, man. Yeah, because my um, wife's grandmother, um, before she passed, when she did Thanksgiving dinner, she did it all the week before and she froze everything. So that's why I'm like, why did I ever think about that? And <laughs> same thing. It tastes right. like she just made it the night before. And it was like everything she did, she started working on the week before. A little bit here, a little bit there. Freeze it, freeze it, freeze it. And then come time for Thanksgiving, it was like, man, you was up all night making this stuff? No. <laughs> and it that tastes just like it good. came out of the oven. Yeah. That's a good life yeah. hack. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Going to take that and run with it. <laughs> That's nice, man. Cause you know it's it's a lot it's a lot of stress, cooking for a lot of people, 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to be, you know, get it warmed, <clears throat> not let it dry out, have it taste like it just came off. Exactly. It, damn, it takes, it takes care of all that. Wow. Shout out to Kirby. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, man. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, please. Yeah, follow him on um, on YouTube. Kirby Q? Yeah, man. Damn. And it wasn't dried out either, man. That's the thing, dude. I was was really worried about that from that standpoint, but it tasted just like it came out, just like came off the grill, man. So with that, in the same breath, I learned another life hack um, this week. So apparently, I don't know why I didn't know this, but apparently if you put a coffee cup of water in the microwave while you heat up um, your meat, like reheated some ribs or something, that also helps it from drying out. I did. I was like, how did I not notice? This makes perfect sense because you know you use a water pan, you know, to keep the moisture in the grill chamber. Why not? Did y'all know that? Good. Am I'm I the, am I the I'm last gonna, one? I'm about to, to try that, man. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, I tried it like three times. And I was like, damn, I've been doing this all wrong. Like I, I used to put wet paper towel over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that messes yeah, up. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always messes up something when you do that. You're like, ooh, I got to deal with this wet paper towel now. Great. And then, you know, never know how you put it on right. <clears throat> it might um might actually <clears throat> cook the food too much because it's steaming. <laughs> you never yeah. know. <laughs> you put it in there with a styrofoam plate. You know, the things mm. all cr- <laughs> you know <laughs> folds up on the side. Like, ooh, yeah. well, we can't eat that. <laughs> Yeah, man, those life hacks will, man. Let, hey, while we're on microwaves, man, let me let me go over this and see if y'all have ever had this, because I had to get, uh, I, I got Jessica to understand this after some time. The difference between just putting something in the microwave and putting four minutes and, and start versus using that reheat function. What? Yeah, yeah. Selecting, selecting what the food is, because you're not actually yeah. cooking it, per se. Right. You're just you're reheating it, you know, so <laughs> it makes a difference, man. It makes a big difference. It does. It does. Difference. It does. I I, <laughs> I learned that in college. Um just you know, like like you said, just hitting that, that one minute, that two minute trying to hurry up and get it done. And I'm just like, why isn't this done already? I'm like, it should already be hot. <laughs> I'm like, what is the problem? This should already be hot. It doesn't take this long. And then I just started thinking. I was like, okay, when you normally do it, it was just one day I was just trying to hurry. I was like, when you normally do it, you actually go to the setting, the setting for the plate, what size the plate is and all of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, so this really does make a difference. Okay, so that's yeah. why my food is cold in the middle because I'm hungry and trying to rush. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's always in the middle. It's like right. overcooked oh, on the perimeter. Like, right. damn. Yeah. Oh, you stick a finger in there. You're like, ooh, damn. You didn't get no love, did you? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, as always, it was great talking about Live Fire. Man, we talked about uh, Memphis in May. We talked about the Auto Kamado from Char Griller. We talked about what videos. Uh, we talked about Black Smoke Barbecue Follow. And there's a lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff that, you know, people consumed on this episode. You got taken in chunks. Come back and tell us how you, you thought about our conversation. But until next time, until we talk again, Terrence, man. What are you going to be up to with your poetry and your podcast? Um, still working to try to get that that 
first draft of my book done. The goal is to have it done um, by the end of the month. I'm almost done. Um, got a few more things I want to do. So, um, yeah, still posting the poem every Wednesday, the brown sugar cafe dot blog, um, podcasts, uh, might do episode this week. Not really Uh-oh. sure. Um, the brown sugar cafe podcast, my last episode, my wife was on, she, um, you know, talked about, um, her blog. She talked about, um, you know, cause her, her mother passed when she was 19. So she, Wrote a message to her. Hey, mother that was very wrote, good, by yeah. the way, man. Not to cut Thank you off. Thank you. Appreciate that. that. Powerful, Appreciate man. that. Appreciate it, it, fellas. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, if anybody hadn't checked that out, please go check it out. Support it. Um, go ahead over to her blog and follow. It's um, notmyyesterday.wordpress.com. And, um, yeah, that's what I got going on right now, man. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, that's it. That's some A. I might have hey, forgot you, something, but hey. You, 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 yeah, you do so much. It's a chance that. <laughs> look, Terrence be all over social media. I can't keep. I see the TikTok. I'm like, dang, he. Wow. Uh, how, uh, where do you find the time? I don't know. But <laughs> damn, yes. Great stuff. Poetry all the time. Great words of encouragement. Even if you don't follow the blog, which you should, damn it. Um, the, the, the post that you do to social media, very motivating. Very yes. So, you know, if you ever feel down in the morning, especially, you know, you open your eyes and you, you just happen to open Facebook, you're like, God damn, not this shit again. Just <laughs> <laughs> migrate over to Twitter and find Browser Cafe and he'll make you feel better. I promise. <laughs> I promise. You might not off yourself that day. Tomorrow is different. <laughs> that day's, you know, so I'm different. Great, great. So, Jeffrey, outdoors with Jeff, Black Smoke Barbecue. Man, what all do you have coming up in the pipeline? Because I know you got, I know you got some videos. I know there's some, there's some pending news about you relocating. We'll touch on that a little later. I don't want to give too much away, but you got a lot going on as it heats up outside. So, let let's give us the whole rundown if you can remember off the top of your head. Yeah, just uh, definitely going to be getting some cooks out on this, uh, on this uh, Acorn Auto Kamado. Got some videos coming out on that. Uh, gonna have a good recap on Memphis and May coming out, um, and got some other cooks coming out too. Um, just really digging in because this is this is the time you know this is the time of year when it comes to barbecue. Uh, gonna have the Black Smoke Barbecue rollout. Uh, we're gonna be on the Black Unknown Pitmasters on Instagram on June 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time going to be a really great conversation. We're going to try and have everybody from the group on there. Um, and it's just a lot going on, but Hey, that's what keeps us going. That's what I love about that's it. That's right. That's right. You know, we need purpose in life or, or we just, we just get sunken and just, just in that place where we can't get out of. Cause you, you got to find that balance and our balance in the universe. Our North star is that live fire. And all we got to try to do is not burn the house down. <laughs> God damn! <it. laughs> That's what I try to do, you know, pay attention to the cooker, not the camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. All else fails. All else fails when life gives you lemons. Fuck the lemons and bail. Just telling you. Just telling you. 
Man, so... <laughs> oh. So, I'm going to refrain from doing the snake in your boot joke because, you know... You guys walking outside and flip-flops anyway, so apparently you don't listen. That's okay. But <clears throat> just make sure <laughs> that um, you make you, 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 you check your air conditioning to make sure it works because you don't want to have a whole bunch of people over and you didn't get it uh, maintained in a couple of years and you thought you was hot shit and everybody came over. They came out of town for graduation and everything. You got, you got fish fry, you got seafood over there, you got the grill going, and then everybody come in the house and like, Damn, it's hot. It feels like outside. Why is that? They're like, oh, shit, because the damn AC ain't working. Check your shit. Check your shit. Because they will talk about you all over Facebook, and they never come back to your house again. So until next time, y'all say bless. <laughs> and try not to bring the goddamn house down again. I don't want to wait up. I don't want to say.